Welcome into this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And on this episode, I will be doing a recap of the Vikings versus Packers game from yesterday, Sunday, from Lambeau Field. And the Vikings won the game 28 to 22 over the Packers. The Packers record fell to five and two while the Vikings improved their records to two and five. And this one was a shocker in the NFL. I think that it was probably the biggest shocker of the day from the action yesterday as the Packers were heavily favored to win this game. But it was a classic case of if you don't bring it on a Sunday and the Packers, I think most people would say, if not all people would say they didn't bring it to their best of their ability, especially from a defensive standpoint, then you have the potential to lose. And that's what happened in the Vikings. Although the record doesn't show a good team overall, as, as far as the fact that nowadays and pretty much all ways the saying is you're you are what your record state says you are but they still are a talented nfl team with nfl quality players so the packers play on a short week thursday night this week at san francisco but we will see if that game is still on due to the packers uh had a positive test of a player uh for covid 19 today that came out and uh, it could have the pot- potential to move the game back to later in the week. As of now, it still looks like they'll be able to play on Thursday. But again, we will see how the week progresses. I would think that if Dylan's the only one who tests positive, then they should be able to play and elevate somebody from the practice squad to take Dylan's spot because I wouldn't imagine that Dylan would be able to play given the fact that it's a short time period from Monday to Thursday. And understandably, you need to self-quarantine from being tested positive for COVID. So he will need to be able to get back to health after the positive test. And I would think that they would still be able to play again, but we'll see what happens. He he wasn't the huddle when he was in the game around all the Packers offense and around the whole team and around everybody at Lambeau Field. So... There might be some more people that are going to test positive for it within the Packers team, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Hopefully not, but time will tell. And the Vikings' next game is uh, Sunday as they will host the Detroit Lions. But uh, getting into the game from yesterday between the Vikings and the Packers, Dalvin Cook, the Vikings running back, was able to play uh, coming off injury that he had a few weeks ago in Seattle before their bye week. He was able to get healthy enough to play in this game. And to Vikings fans, pleasure as far as they see see a really good player play. They uh, love seeing him rush for 163 yards and three touchdowns. And then in the receiving game, he had 63 yards and one touchdown. So... He was the A number one factor of why the Packers lost the game in addition to their defense that kind of pairing up with the Packers defense not playing well. Those two things coming together as one as far as one going against the other and one flourishing versus the other struggling. Uh, 
it uh, did, was not good for the Packers defense. And Aaron Rodgers for the Packers passed for 291 yards and had three touchdowns. He had a pretty good game. The running back for the Packers, Jamal Williams, rushed for 75 yards. Aaron Jones was out of the game uh, from the start because he had injury. And it was his second straight game not playing because of injury. And A.J. Dillon, the player who tested positive today for COVID, rushed in the game for 21 yards yesterday. And then Devontae Adams had three touchdowns and 53 yards receiving for the Packers. So the offense for the Packers, they played all right. But the defense was the big factor in why the Packers lost. And that came to fruition with the fact that even when they needed to stop the Vikings and their offense with uh, Dalvin Cook, they... They, they were able to a little bit at the end when they needed the, the key stop, but it was too little too late as the Packers were got the ball back and they needed to go hurry up with no timeouts because they used all their timeouts to get the ball back on defense so for their offense. And they had it where they had to play to Tunyon at the end and they had to go no huddle because they didn't have timeouts left and they needed to get another player on the offensive line so that way the play could be eligible to be run because you need a certain amount of players on the offensive line and that chewed up a bunch of time and then they were were left with one play basically and Rodgers tried to throw it deep and 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 everything but he got tackled and it was a fumble even though I thought from looking at it his arm his hand rather was going forward so it should have been an incomplete pass and the Packers would have got another play but again, on that play, there's a lot of people from both sides that'll say it was a fumble, game's over, or the hand was going forward. But even if the Packers would have gotten another crack at it, they probably would have failed, given the fact that the odds of that play happening and them catching in the end zone for the Hail Mary aren't great. But who knows? We all know the Detroit game from a few years ago when they had the Richard Rodgers play. So, uh, you know that Rodgers would have had enough mustard to get uh, it on the throw, so to speak, and uh, for the Packers to have a shot at, of getting it in the end zone. But that was all for not as the game was over and that and the Packers lost. On the flip side for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins passed for 160 yards and one touchdown, and Adam Thielen received the ball for 27 yards. They actually did a good job against one of the best receivers in the game. Uh, Thielen's very good. He's not maybe elite when you think about like top five receivers, but he's still a very good receiver in his own right. I think at least top 10 or top 12 at least. And that was mostly because of Jair Alexander was defending him, and Jair is a really good corner in the league. So that was good for the Packers. But that, in addition to Cook's production offensively, was the main factors for the Vikings offense. And then I want to give credit to the Vikings defense for the most part in this one. This year they have had their struggles with a lot of their best players from past seasons departing their defense. And they have a lot of inexperience. I mean, on the broadcast, they were, they were having the graphic up, you know, like they usually do on any, 
broadcast where they show the starters for both offense and defense. And I was looking at some of the defensive players, and there's a lot of changeover as far as talent. So you have to give them credit in that. And they still have talent on their defense now because they're NFL players, but they don't have all the household names that everybody knows from their past defenses, which were very good. So that and addition to Dalvin Cook's effort, Dalvin Cook's effort was number one why the Vikings won, but number two behind that was the Vikings defense was able to do well enough against the the Packers and and get the job done. And then the Vikings were coming off a bye week this week, so that played a part as far as they were able to get rested and everything, but that was kind of minor in addition to everything because all those factors outside like bye weeks and all that, that, that are still there and relevant. What matters most is what happens on the field and the Vikings were the better team in yesterday's game. I want to stress yesterday's game uh, to the Packers and they were able to get the win again. The Packers are the better overall team than the Vikings, as the records indicate. So the Packers' defense, they just weren't good at all. I mean, they put it plain and simple. They were able to get the stop at the end when they needed it, but it's been a major question mark for them, their defense. I mean, I'm as big of a Packer fan as anyone, but if they want to be considered a legitimate Super Bowl contender, they need to improve their defense. And it's not as much of a fact of, improve their defense, meaning go out and get all these players via trade. No, they have talented players. Like they have the Smith brothers, Zadarius and Preston. They have Kenny Clark. They have Rayshon Gary. They have Jair Alexander. A big factor too with their defense is Kevin King the last two weeks hasn't been able to play. I think it's the last two weeks at least, if not more than that, because he's been out with injury. So hopefully they get him back soon. And then Christian Kirksey was a player that they brought in the offseason. He's been out with injury. So they have players, again, whether it be on their team right now and being able to play on any given game that they have or players out due to injury that need to get healthy and come back. So, yeah, it would be nice to add a defensive player before the trade deadline on Tuesday. But they have talent. They just need to put it all together defensively and the offense in this one started off real well the first two drives they had it where they were kind of methodical drives long drives where they were able to get some points and have some success but then after that they kind of struggled and their drives from there were kind of okay but then they'd have another offensive possession where they kind of struggled a little bit and also a factor in this game coming in was the weather i mean it was windy there's a 30 to 40 mile per hour wins at Lambeau field. I mean, a lot of times the offenses went for it when it was fourth down because the kicking before the game for Dan Bailey and Mason Crosby was not pleasant because the wind was taking everything. So after this short audio break though, I do want to wrap up this episode of big A sports show with uh, bringing up my final piece of the recap for the game. As far as continuing to talk about and wrap it up and move things along to looking ahead to next week uh, for the Packers and their season outlook going forward. So stay tuned for that after this short audio break.
moving ahead and closing out this episode of Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in the first segment, I did a in-depth recap of the Vikings-Packers game. And in this segment, I will do a little bit of looking ahead as far as the Packers go and a few final thoughts as far as uh, the Packers go ahead in their season and kind of a state of the Packers from my perspective. So the NFL trade deadline is Tuesday, which is tomorrow at about 4 p.m. Uh, it'll be mid-afternoon, so sometime tomorrow mid-afternoon uh, will be the trade deadline. So we will see if the Packers make any moves. In the past, they haven't made a bunch of moves at the trade deadline, and they take the we're more confident than other teams are in their own players' mindset. I mean, other teams are confident in their players, but they do make other moves to bolster their team even more. But the Packers even more so are like, hey, we're we're confident in our players and we can get it done with what we have. And I don't think that's going to change this year, although they have been very active with a lot of rumors in the, in the media. And again, those are just rumors and all that. But they're from reputable sources within the NFL media. So all of it's true and everything with what they're reporting on. So that'll be interesting to see is if they make the move for for a player they've been linked to players like will fuller the wide receiver from the texans but the price for him seems seems to be a first round pick i've heard within looking within the nfl media and that could be too steep for the packers and if it's not a first round pick it would be like an early round pick second or third round pick which to note the packers don't have the second round pick this year in their draft because they traded up to get Jordan Love in last year's draft, in this most recent year's draft. So that'll play into their thinking even more as far as we crave our picks and we want to keep picks as much as possible. They might make like a minor move, like give up a fifth, sixth, or seventh round pick for a player, but... We'll see what happens. I mean, you would think that giving up a late-round pick for a player wouldn't wouldn't net you a real good player, but I've seen trades this year and in the past where teams have given up a late-round pick for a really solid player, so that could be the case for the Packers too. I mean, today I saw the Titans got Desmond King, a really talented all-pro cornerback, for a late-round pick. Like That is a real good trade for the the, uh, Titans as they get a really solid player with Desmond King. So right now, although it would be, would be nice for the Packers to add another receiver, I would think that if they're going to make a move, they would make a move for like a de- defensive lineman or a linebacker because that's where they need more help. I think they need more help as a team defensively than offensively. Like their offense this year has been just fine, I think, for the most part. Like they've been able to score points. Like that hasn't been an issue. But it's their defense. Like. Their defense needs to step up and be better than what they have been. And a big factor for their defense this year, in addition to all the other factors, is they're not creating turnovers. Like, they struggle create to get turnovers. Like, yesterday, I would have thought they're facing Kirk Cousins, who has thrown 10 interceptions, lead, lead, leading 10 interceptions coming into the game. That would be a huge indicator as far as, hey, he's turnover pro. Maybe the Packers can get some turnovers. But... That really didn't matter for Kirk Cousins because 
most teams and their game plan coming into a game, if you're a team, you want to run the ball first and be a team where you show confidence in the run in addition to passing, unless you're like the Chiefs and you're slinging around with Mahomes. But most teams want to at least have some run. And the Vikings ran the ball, and that's all that they needed to do was run the ball because they gassed the Packers in the run game. So we'll see what happens, but I think that that's kind of something that the Packers need as far as a defensive lineman. I know that some people have brought up the name Quinnen Williams, the defensive lineman from the Jets, and I would think that the price for him would be steep, and that's understandable because he's a really good defensive lineman, and he's pretty young too, Uh, the Alabama product from his college football days. So he would be real nice to get, but I don't know if the Packers are willing to give up the amount that the Jets would want for him. But we'll we'll see what happens. He would definitely be a welcome addition to the defense. I've heard, I believe his name is Shelby Harris from the Broncos, the defensive lineman. Maybe they'd go after him as far as that goes and have him come in and be another player on the defensive line. But we'll see what happens. There's also a lot of other players that are out there and and available via trade. Maybe offensively, if they go for an offensive player, another name would be John Ross, the receiver from the Bengals. Uh, He's been noted to be be wanting out of that situation there with the rebuilding Bengals. So maybe they add him. He's a speedster, and that would be a good uh, get for the Packers. Although he's more of a shorter slot receiver, and the Packers – are more into the taller receiver that can still run. So that might not be what they want, but we'll see. I mean, John Ross is still a good player in his own right. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. And there's been a lot of rumors within the Packers. I mean, I saw today that I got the update on my phone that they were in on Antonio Brown initially before he went to the Buccaneers. I mean, that's that was kind of noteworthy news so although they didn't get him it shows that they're looking and they're looking to improve their team even more I mean the Packers right now have Aaron Rodgers and like Aaron Rodgers I think still has more years of football in him but he's not getting any younger and like I've seen that he wants to play till he's 40 or things like that in the in the media and like that's that's all well and good but the Packers also picked Jordan Love, and I love Aaron Rodgers as much as the next person, but they're going to want to find a place for Jordan Love in a few years. And so their window kind of is closing with Rodgers as far as they need to go after it like now if they want another title with him on their team and, and all that. But that's still a, a lot of different factors play into that. I mean, they could have Rodgers as long as he plays, and then it – it surpasses the Jordan Love rookie contract and the Keep Rogers, which is definitely a possibility too. So, but the Packers definitely are still in a good spot as far as they're one of the best teams in the NFC slash NFL, and they just need their defense to be improved. And a lot of people have said, you know, maybe they let go of Mike Pedden defensively as far as their coordinator, and that might happen, but. It's tough to have midseason defensive coordinating changes. I mean, we saw it with the Falcons with Dan Quinn. He was their head coach slash 
defensive coordinator. I mean, they had a defensive coordinator, but he was really their defensive coordinator, I think, because he's, he's a defensive-minded coach. And they had kind of a change there as far as that goes. So it has to happen in the past, but we'll see. I mean, a lot of the time is it's the coaching can only do so much, and the players have to perform too. So it's kind of a weird balance. Like how much do you blame the players for the their lack of performance defensively, and how much do you blame the coach? So it's there's a lot of factors, and I think that Mike Patton – probably will stay on as far as the defensive coordinator at least the rest of this year but who knows that could change and they just need to perform better defensively that that's what it comes down to and I think that if they do that and then they have their offense which their offense for the most part has been cooking all all season then that'll add up to a still a very good team and a, still a Super Bowl contender I think but there's a lot of season to play out and a lot of different factors that that come into play i mean we're at monday november 2nd and the season doesn't come to an end for a while so there's a lot of things that that can happen as far as that goes and then defensively as i wrap up this episode of big a sports show i'm your host adam van handel defensively a big thing too will be hopefully getting kevin king back one of their best corners aside from jair alexander who's very good and then also Christian Kirksey, too, from injury. That'll be a, a big thing for them, too, as far as that goes. So that'll about do it for this episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. I did a recap of the Vikings-Packers game in this episode and also did kind of a look ahead to things coming up for the Packers and kind of the state of the Packers from my end of things. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Big A Sports Show. And I hope that you've enjoyed all my past episodes. If you missed any episodes, just go back in my episode log uh, and you can listen to those. They're always available. And then all my future episodes uh, coming up will always be there once I post. The easiest way is just to go there to my, to my episode log. And even if you want to become a subscriber, then you get alerts to whenever I post. So I'm always looking to gain as many consistent listeners as possible. The listening support so far has been great, and I look forward to continue. And if you want to spread the word about my show, you can spread the word about my show. In addition to myself, I've been doing a, a good job, I think, so far in spreading the word as much as I can about my show. So that will about wrap things up, and I look forward to talking with you all again very soon. And thank you again for listening to another episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel.